0: Hello and welcome to Lost in Criterion, where we talk about the Criterion Collection and you listen. We are glad, (laughs) glad to welcome back once again, our good friend Donovan Hill, sitting in for RoboCop this week. Uh, Can you fly, Bobby? (laughs) Can you fly, Bobby? (laughs) Uh, Directed by Paul Verhoeven. Uh, Are you going to can me? Oh yes, uh, obviously John Patrick Dorgan, always with us. Pat, I'm sorry, I forgot you.
1: You forget me a lot. I was so excited. The other host on the so show. I was so excited
0: that Donovan was here. I just wanted oh, to. That's true. I wanted to.
1: I'm excited about Roadbook app. and
0: I want to start off. I, and Donovan, I forgot to thank Donovan for being with us on our last episode with Donovan. So, Donovan, thank you.
1: That's. You should just start
2: calling them, like our last episodes with Donovan. That should just be the title of the episodes.
1: Not even a spine number. in The yeah. name of the film, Donovan episode.
0: RoboCop, directed in 1987 by Paul Verhoeven, whose name I can't, I, I'm can i sure I'm not saying correctly. Uh, starring Peter Weller, uh, essentially, though Peter Weller we don't see for 90% of the movie. Yeah, starring
2: Peter Weller for 10 minutes at the beginning, and then <laughs> uh, the dad kinda... from that 70s show for the rest of it.
0: <laughs> yes, what? yes, yes. Uh, the dad from that 70s show. The greatest movie villain in the history of movie villains. Um <laughs> Is, there is a lot to talk about with this movie because it's so you're gonna
1: have trouble this is this is gonna be tough to do in it's an hour. so
0: ridiculously wonderful
1: um and it is the most eighties film <laughs> ever made it, it is
0: it is and it's 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 the most uh
1: okay it was running man made in the eighties
0: i maybe or nineties I feel like Running if, Man. If was, Running was Man the was 80s. made
1: in the eighties, then it's at a it's a tie with Running Man for the most eighties film ever. made.
0: Okay, Running Man was made in eighty seven, so you're uh... okay. There we go. It's so they came out the same year. There, you, there we are. So this this movie yeah, just, it takes place in a in a futuristic Detroit, and it is it is a ultra violent satirization of consumerism, of privatization, of corporations, of uh, I don't even know of mega
1: cities, <laughs> of mega
0: cities, of gangs of it's...
1: which is weird. I want to point something out. One of the things I've been reading about lately, yeah. has been the fact that there are several corporations attempting to set up corporate cities uh-huh. in the United States right now, which I just think is so weird. After watching RoboCop this week, <laughs> that I was like reading that in the news. Yes, because we're it's basically the whole idea that city in RoboCop and any of these cities is being basically able to, have <clears throat> to go back to the the company. Town yeah. idea that we we ab- we abolished for good reasons. Yes, because you know we were being paid seventy company, years ago.
0: Company because money. yeah,
1: we don't pay people in <laughs> script. We don't pay yeah. Like, but yeah. then like this movie in nineteen eighty seven, like actually somehow seems to have hit it right on the nose as far as that's concerned. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not the method of getting there with giant robots and things like that. Well, it's but
0: very it's very weird because this movie. Um, there's another very human movie. Um, Starship Troopers that's very anti-fascist in the way the same way that this movie is anti-corporate and that's if you're not paying real close attention it seems to be a celebration <laughs> and not necessarily not necessarily anti uh, in that it's 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 satirical and subtle in a way for instance in this movie in this movie the guy who creates creates RoboCop who who if there's any hero within the corporation it's him uh is addicted to blow, um, and
1: yeah, and
0: is is kind of an asshole.
1: And just well, and he he's he is, but same I mean, he is a, obviously an asshole. But he's not a good guy. No, he's not a good. I mean, guy. He's not a positive character. The only reason he throws out his idea for this other type of yeah it's you know, because methodology he, he, he's is because kind of, the other it was a way to like jump to the top yeah, and he's so he trying, could do more blow with hookers
0: he's trying to posture himself into a, into a vice presidency
1: um, Right, he's trying to put himself in a, a better hooker and blow situation
0: and at the same time the ultimate villain is the guy doing the other project it's not the corporation itself and we are no
1: yeah that's weird we're
0: only def- we're defeating the corporation the only way we can defeat him is to have him be fired from the corporation.
1: Right. And it's weird because the corporation is still there, still trying to make a mega city where <laughs> yeah. millions of workers will die in order to build it.
0: Yes. Yes. So they're 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 bad, but they're not bad enough to be the ultimate villain.
1: Right, which is actually pretty amazing when you think about it. That a corporation that's prepared to risk millions of lives, which we they say multiple times throughout the the movie that this project will is not safe. The million, like many of the workers will die. Yeah.
2: It's also a it's film not that where bad
1: enough to be the bad guy. It
2: is. uh It's interesting that in this, in this film, like numerous times, people who work at this company are just brutally murdered on the job site by the corporation. like products and or yeah. personnel itself. And it is not yeah. even like a thing to anyone <laughs> yes. else working there. They're just like, Oh, Mm-hmm. Anyway, so if you'll refer to yeah, back right. to the graph, but that's, Ed that's, 209 but bo- that's kills, really. like, at least six or seven people who work for that company, like, in present product pre- like presentations, and no one yes. is even, like, no one even seems to comprehend that there might be some sort of legal liability here, <laughs> yes. or criminal prosecution, <laughs> right. because Apparently, it is such a foregone no conclusion that the corporation is immune from all repercussions.
0: Exactly, exactly. We, it's
1: actually pretty, like... When you were talking about the not-so-subtle, subtle underpinnings of, like, uh, that anti-corporatism... Yeah. Well, you get... I mean, it's... Yeah. It's so heavily there. Like, because they also... You hear them constantly talking about, like, who cares if other people... You know, who cares if those people die? Yeah. And all this stuff. It's like, these people are so absurdly brazen in their attitudes. Yeah. That they aren't just a satire of humanity. There's, there's no, exactly. there aren't people like this in the world. Well, none but, that are, none that are this open about it yet. I, yeah, right. Give citizens whole, like, United if like, if like if it a couple far years far to get enough, going. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. I, just,
1: then, you mean? But that's the the whole notion of the film is if you push it far enough, you could get somebody like this. Yeah, so if you let things go far enough this is what we become and I, I like
0: it i like the weird future that this takes place in because the the, DJ, the future detroit in the city looks like detroit does now right, <laughs>
2: right. It's not, i don't think it's supposed to be super future i always thought <laughs> yeah. it was supposed to be one well, of it's, those, I in I the think very think near
1: future to be, i think it takes yeah, place it in like, like 1999 1990. yeah yeah exactly it's it's one of those it's the 80s 1999 is a whole yeah. 19 years away yeah. actually when I mean, this film was released only but, like twelve years away, and they're like everything will be different. Yeah, I but noticed just I
2: noticed that eighties movies really thought that like in twenty years the most unbelievably absurd technological advances <laughs> right. were gonna happen, we like in a twenty year time frame. Like, yeah. like space yeah. travel, yeah, they were flying cars. The the sheer amount of architectural and structural redesigning of cities required to make the cities of the early two thousands <laughs> as like, according as to as the eighties, like would be like a
1: 200 year project of like the sheer construction time alone. According to 80s films, like as soon as the film, like the day after it's released, (laughs) everybody's going to tear down every building. We're going to burn this shit to the ground and we're going to start all over again. And we'll have it done in 20 years. That's why the
0: Jetsons built all their cities on stilts so that they didn't have have a
1: chance to tear it down. (laughs) They didn't have a chance to tear it on top of the old
0: I love that this movie takes place in a future where computers can run a person. But there still has to be an actual female secretary taking notes at the corporate meetings,
1: right? Well, no, and, and then they're still using like tube TVs, yes, that flicker a lot when you turn them on, and yeah. it's so wild. I I love 80s future. I love 80s future because 80s is future wonderful. is even like somehow 80s future is less convincing than 60s future. Yes, it really is. <laughs> because even when you like do something like you look at Star Trek. Okay, let's take Star Trek, the original series. There's basically nothing in those uh, TV shows that is really recognizable as now, at that time, right? Yeah. They really said, okay, everything's going to be different in the future. But then, like, you get 80s future, and they'll just, like, put a cyborg man next to... A stenographer.
0: Yeah. Pop culture is exactly the same now as it will always be. Is right. The Everybody will have future. big hair.
1: Yeah. And it's it's weird, right? It's it's a, it's a weird yeah. thing, and I love it. I love eighties future. Oh,
0: it's it's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. Yeah,
1: stenographers uh, and robots. It's one of those yes. things that
2: were the eighties. The eighties, uh, interestingly enough, for a time that is certainly when it's portrayed retroactively in other films, when they talk when the, when when the eighties is the setting. It's usually a very hyper-luminous, uh, bright, you know, neon-colored, uh, yeah. but not, n- usually not like in a particularly dirty setting, but whenever the 80s was casting forward in 20 years, uh, especially when you look at films like Blade Runner or, or Robocop or oh, a yeah. couple other things, the living city is always really complete, is like we are always yeah. living in like the most dystopian yeah. filth imaginable.
1: Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you're never clean. In this the, movie, this
0: movie definitely does for Detroit what what LA tries or what, what Blade Runner tries to do for LA, and it's just this weird sort of. It doesn't go nearly as far but, as, what, as I, what
1: I gotta point out though, one of my favorite scenes in the film that, is, that made me laugh. Okay, that kind of fits into this is the when RoboCop stops the boys from terrorizing the woman. These guys are the worst hooligans ever. <laughs> They're not doing anything. Yes, they're just talking to her in like a rude manner. <laughs> yes, like when you really watch the film, like I know the implications that they're going to rape her. Listen, yeah. man, Robocop I don't give that. that shit. <laughs> right, but it really you see comes this off gun. Like, yeah, this gun's Robo-Cop in my leg. Like I
2: will take it out of my leg and put sixty-seven <laughs> bullets into each of you.
1: Right, yes. and never reload. But like, no, that's the thing, though. That's what I love about it because, like, yeah. Wait a minute, he never there, does reload. actually... <laughs> No, he doesn't. <laughs> and his, just and his handgun
2: is like—it's just a handgun. It's got to it really... shoot a thousand and bullets. Sh- in yeah, the... it's like shooting burst fire. How does he?
1: He should be out he's... literally every time he.
2: He should be out trigger, like yeah. He has like had. three pulls of the trigger, give or take. Maybe, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, well, the eighties. Okay, whatever. Eighties <laughs> Yeah, it's the eighties. But like, my point is, is that like because it's the eighties, and we're still pretty much in a pretty. The bullets come through his hand. It's actually the magazine yeah, like, okay, is inside it. In. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. that actually I can totally believe that. But <laughs> I'm um, fine with it. W- what What I'm saying is is that because of the time that the film was made, they could show literally this man just murdering people. Yeah, and this is ultra violence murder. Okay. Oh, Yeah,
0: this movie was originally rated X just for the violence. Uh, the scene where right.
2: the scene where shall we say RoboCop is made, <laughs> where he where he meets his terrible fate. Uh, is awful. Is yeah. one of all right. So in our last episode, our last Donovan episode, we talked <laughs> about how uh, I had kind of a fucked up childhood because my dad exposed me to Kurosawa films like at an age which no small child should be. One of the other th- ways where my dad went horribly wrong was that, like, when I was like ten, maybe, maybe like ten maximum, I'll say anywhere in the like the eight eight to twelve range, but I think around ten, I I went to the library. The Mansfield Public Library and rented out on my library card a copy of Robocop on VHS and took it home and watched it. You're not alone. And okay? I gotta say I watched
1: Robocop when I was like ten or my, eleven. Or my ten year
2: old self like got up on Saturday morning all excited to watch this and got to the scene where he get, where he's killed and like was kind of fucked up after that for a little bit. Yeah, it's it's hard it is, for a kid to it process is like, that film. You do because, not see that kind of thing. naked sadism and violence in
1: movies. Well, and that's the weird thing about the bad guys. They are they are just They sadists. are
2: cartoons. They're cartoons. They're they, evil. Are, yeah, they're they are evil they are they are literally evil evil. like cackling the entire time like yes. cartoon villains. They do not literally none of them basically stop cackling the entire film anytime they are on except that 70 right show until dad they explode. who just kind of just like cracks wise the whole time. But they are literally they are Again, as the film has a certain sense of satire running through it, they are saying this is in the future. Even the sociopath will be so over the top
0: <laughs> that like they'll be even right, more right
2: sociopath. because
1: society yeah. society will be so Degenerate. bad Yeah, that the sociopath will have to kick it up a notch, really step up his game.
2: And that's there's also the sort of the um, the sense that the 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 wild wolf will bite that will bite even the hand that feeds it in that film where they where they sort of go uh where even their corporate overlords who are sort of hiring them clandestinely can't
1: really control them
0: yeah yeah,
2: so even well
1: yeah. <laughs> the point I was trying to get across a little bit earlier is just the fact that, like, so we have a film, right, where you can do that kind of violence, and I understand it was originally rated X and that sort of yeah. stuff, so they, they were like, this is a bit much, but this is more than a bit much. But in the same film... There's a dude
2: that gets turned to, into goo with acid and then splattered all over a windshield. <laughs> right, end. that's disgusting.
1: But, like, yeah. the point is, is that in the same context, because it's the 80s, they have to imply rape in a way that is yeah. almost unidentifiable. Yeah. Because these guys are not doing, they could just be jocks at a bar.
2: It is definitely hilarious how, in uh, particularly in 80s films, yeah, sexuality was basically limited to gratuitous nipple sh- Rude comments. Like,
1: yeah, l- gratuitous yeah. boob shots. Yeah, nipple shots in, and, 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 and then rude comments. Yeah, in the, in- was, the inevitable, like. Because that's like, all they're doing.
2: The inevitable, that, I mean, like.
1: mean, that's all those men are doing.
2: Yeah, nightclub scene where there's like a two second yeah. shot of boobs as people come in. That was that was about as far as 80s cinema was was willing to go, but
0: right,
1: right, but and this, yeah, and then
2: this
0: movie barely detail. even went that far. No, this movie it, the yeah. only no, the no, only nudity this sh- in this movie is the unisex locker room, right? At the, toward the very beginning, I think that yeah, there's, yeah, there's, just, I, I thought, thought it was really
2: weird. I think even that in itself might be something of a. It, it's obvious that Bearhoven was way more interested in just. The human, yeah. the human capacity to do the most unspeakable, horrible things, uh, yeah. to to kill utterly without remorse its own people, to discard human life uh, so casually—that seems to be really the subtext he was going for. There really isn't much of a sexual commentary in romance <laughs> No, Robot. there's really not. The the, there, the loss of there, humanity, yeah, just, uh, which the film is definitely is kind of the film's, you know, that the last the last human man. In order to survive in a world without humanity, is literally sacrificed on the altar of you know this barbarous world, and then in order to survive, has to himself forfeit all humanity and his life and his wife right. and son.
1: He's he's cyborg Jesus, right? There's, yes. there's
2: there is a certain amount of the uh, you know the the film's Which essence gets on the is is, lasted, is lack of humanity, and hence its central character. Yeah, and yeah. to that extent, it doesn't seem like there's you know a a sexual critique really going on here no there's not i
1: just uh, that part was so for me somehow that one scene was so like really epitomized 80s violent film to me because yeah it was just like these guys are not we had to we had to we we walked 20 miles out of our way around the fact that they were going to rape her Mm-hmm. But RoboCop still has to step in because he's a he's the good guy. But he steps in basically to stop them from talking dirty to her. Yes. And it's just kind of funny because it, I knew what they were like you the the director and everybody wants to say like he protects everybody. Yeah. And he needs to, they need to show that scene. They need they needed that like this is a woman being harassed. But then they couldn't do it and it just came off as really comedic. Like you yeah. got these two guys in like leather and like weird haircuts, like what's well, the future? So. Saying yeah, future leather and future <laughs> crazy future haircuts. leather, future haircuts. <laughs> uh, it's made out of fruit. Future leather.
0: Yes, of course it has to be. Um, yeah, actually, uh, uh, to derail us a little bit, Matt, your no. your comment about calling dibs on uh, on cyborg Jesus film rights. Um, the the way this movie was written actually, uh, was that the writer and a friend were at a movie theater and saw a poster for Blade Runner. And he said, oh, friend, what's this about? And the guy said, oh, it's a a police officer who hunts down uh, robots. And the guy's literally, police officer robots. Robot police officer. That's awesome. Robocop. I love it. And then he wrote the movie.
1: Yes, here's the just, thing. Like, it's a great. Honestly, the premise of the film is great. In that, yeah. like, it's very simplistic, but you can fit so much social critique into this premise. It yeah. is kind of amazing.
0: Yeah, and you know, even even more than a you know, there certainly is that that savior motif and that messiah motif, and even even more so, it's a it's a modernization of, uh, Frankenstein.
2: Right, really. right. Yeah. I think That's that there's true. not. I wasn't going so much, but I think that there's a. Some sort of messiah motif. I think that the the there's, but there is definitely a. The, yeah, in in this horrible be. world, the last good man is inevitably swallowed up, and <laughs> the only way he can hold on to any to any semblance of his virtues, which even in his new life are more half remembered, you know, vague things to him than the ideals he once held are is is to literally be sacrificed and reborn as a.
0: Yeah. As the worst yeah. fate imaginable,
2: as a fate worse than death.
0: Yeah, it's it's weird in this movie. I think more weird is what doesn't happen, what we don't go for, than what we do go for. For instance, you know the lack of the lack of real sexual implications in in that rape scene, but also none of our police officers are corrupt, which is
1: something no, that, which is amazing. It, they
2: are. Yeah. it's none of them are corrupt. They're but they are painted almost unilaterally as impotent.
0: Yeah, they're, yeah, they are. Right. Because, but that because makes of the kind of sense, right?
1: because if it's a completely impotent organization, people who are likely to become corrupt wouldn't go to it, because they couldn't be... If you were right. the kind of person there's who takes a there's bribe, no position. why yeah, go no, job with it? They're so you're, impotent you're that
2: the, the desire to abuse that power is, is, a, is a empty desire. Right. There are so many other better ways to have unlimited, power. unchecked power and abuse it without any consequences that the, that the police force is is no longer
1: the police force yes. is made up of basically people who would normally be yeah i mean i guess there's it the, the police all, it actually serves to create a kind of weirdly clean police force where they all are either in this job yeah. because they can't find any yeah, other yeah it's job the guys or, it's the guys who couldn't or, hack it in the traditional power structures yeah. of or they're the weird ones like our um there's a few like the the captain of the station you also get this weird like He's an old school cop. He does this because, yeah, he believes in dress justice and things like that. And capital J. You get office. a few of those,
0: but at the same time, yeah. this 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 city is so corrupt. That, he's, that yeah,
1: he's incapable of doing anything.
0: That he's incapable of doing anything, and there's no reason to to become a police officer to to try and infiltrate corruption, to put yourself in a better position. That you just become a bad guy. That's that's all you have to do. Mm. So yeah,
1: There's Wait, yeah. I, I would like to point out that I can't actually. The the one thing that you do get into when you talk about that though, and I understand because this is a sort of satirical version of the world, it's going to be like this. But this is a completely unsustainable universe that that exists. Everybody is a uh, is a thief. Who's actually doing any work? <laughs> no, I, yeah,
2: I think there might there might. I mean, I don't want to. I may be overstretching it here. I think there is probably some. Vaguely Marxist critique of capitalism inherent to RoboCop, and that this is the night. Yeah. This is the nightmare future of capitalism unchecked.
1: Oh
0: no! no we're,
2: yeah, we're we're every every. every some, yeah, this is yeah, this is, is. is the, this is the only inevitable consequence of the the market, the the so called yeah, market, market completely yeah. subsuming and conquering. It is literally Franklin. I want to say it was Frank, Franklin or Jefferson. It is their warning uh, about. The, the, well, I forget which one of them. Had, one of them had a quote uh, early on that said, "You know, I believe we must crush in its infancy the new aristocracy that we have striven, you know, striven mm-hmm. so hard to stop. That is now to be found in our moneyed corporations who dare already to challenge our duly elected government in mm-hmm. contests of power and strength. Like it is, yeah. it is literally that warning come true. That if if deregulated enough and if given free reign, they will ultimately." subsume and conquer democracy and replace well, it with yeah, his you, nightmare future.
1: You do get that even, like, yeah, that's a pretty, like, kind of in your face, because, I mean, this corporation runs d- the city, absorbs the police station. That doesn't make yeah. any sense. It There's absorbs no everything. Reason. There is
2: nothing in the city right, that and they talk about
1: at its beck and call. Right, and they talk about, we were able to, like, they said we couldn't profitize this, you know, in that video display. They said we couldn't profitize this. They said we couldn't you know, I forget all the things he names. It's like weird yeah. stuff. It's like mattress sales or so, I can't remember what he actually says cuz it's all like yeah. okay. Yeah. Like you said you we said we couldn't get a profit out of the post office. Well, we did. They did.
0: All and we they, had to do was they, make stamps 400 dollars a base. No. It's it's weird though because you know, like I said there's this weird anti-corporatism that that at the same time it's not ultimately the bad guy. In that, when they buy the police department, it's not in any way to just make things easier for them. Right, they are striving to stop crime.
1: Right, because are, you have to imagine that this corporation suffers from the same crime that seems to be the yeah. only activity in the city. Well,
0: there's yeah, there's a
2: certain yeah. element. You get the, the 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 thing, the 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 great moral outrage here is that they bought the police station not so that they could help keep a police station funded they bought the police station because to some extent crimes that might risk affecting them would therefore hurt their profit margins and they want to be able to redirect the police station at
0: will exactly they would right they, to they, sure you that get the sense that they would not,
2: happily yeah. order the police station to let the orphanage burn down if <sighs> there were hoodlums hanging around the ceo's limousine
1: yes right yeah you do think, get that i think that is
0: that is valid yeah um i also like the uh, the sort of huxleyan uh Uh, Entertainment uh, of within this city, in that the news spends you know a minute advertising a game called Nucle and ten seconds talking about World War Three's nuclear (laughs) nuclear
1: repercussions.
0: (laughs) So it's it's all about the entertainment. Why is
1: that game not something we can play?
0: I think that game needs to be played, except it—it doesn't seem really fleshed out in the commercial.
1: No, it doesn't. We would have to create the rule system, but yeah,
0: yeah. It's—I it, mean—it's kind of played like Battleship. It's but Battleship,
1: not. but with nukes and a bunch of other weird stuff mixed in. Yeah,
0: yeah. We definitely need to—we need to study that really hard and bring that move. I'm sure someone's already done it. I'm we sure could, they have. We could, Google we could that probably
1: later. look the rules up on the internet later. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: yeah. But yeah, and then uh, I'd buy that for a dollar. You would even even oh, even man. their sitcoms are just What does
1: that just, even mean? It's
0: it's you know it's it's, catchphrase. it's Yeah, it's it pastiche. Is. It I is understand. it is making is, fun of is, is the, the whole... Bob
1: Barker the hellish Bob Barker of the future. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out because like they yeah. keep doing that and like is it just because the idea is that like even entertainment has devolved to the point where like yeah. this catchphrase is funny because it's a catchphrase.
0: Yeah, it's this Benny Hill with 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 a catchphrase thing,
1: and yeah. It just it's not funny because it's you know, funny. It's funny because everybody laughs because they know it's supposed to be funny.
0: Yeah, it's supposed to be funny. And maybe maybe when he first said it, it was funny. But by and the maybe time they're also
1: he, mentally deranged and stupid at this yeah. point, that it is funny. But
0: it's yeah. By the time we've heard it five times within the movie itself, yeah, you're it's already not like, my
1: god, what's Please going on? Please just stop. Please stop <laughs> showing me this. But I gotta admit, like, while his phrase was frustrating. The situations that this man kept finding himself in, <laughs> uh, like how is this a comedy? This apparently is just like a really low budget porn. Yes, yes. Well, that's that's why I said TV? it's
0: it's very Benny Hill. It's, it's yeah, very, that's true. Yeah, it's very Yackety Sax playing while he chases big-breasted. Yeah, versus, there's a, there's like a yes.
2: consistent every single time anything happens with him. There's always just like a oh ho ho ho, like here we go again. Which yeah, it's Which just like the whole thing is just supposed to be a thing? absolutely. It's it is nonsense. It's garbage. It's lowest common denominator filth of the worst kind. Ergo, it is the exact sort of thing that will be broadcast, <laughs> broadcast nonstop, broadcast. broadcast in you know, insensate and nonstop through the hellish corporate future world. It is, yeah, it is and I can buy Consumptive is Yeah, but <laughs> it's that, there is nothing to it. That's but the
1: point. My issue with it was is that like most of the things that you see in the film are basically ex- kind of like taking something that probably the director saw and taking it to its just absolute. Oh, yeah. extreme, right? And that is too. But like, was eighties TV like that? I that's I just don't remember eighties TV that well, and so it's kind of like. Was it all uh, pastiche and catchphrases and meaningless nonsense?
0: Uh, well, you got to think about. Uh, I just don't know. I think I think early question. '90s, late '80s, early '90s sitcoms. You 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 might be able to remember a little better, and they all grew out of. The, I mean, the late '80s was kind of the heyday of the American sitcom, and we have you know, the beginnings of things like, you know, Family Matters.
1: I guess and, you do, get, did it, I you do, do that, get a like, did I do that? Where it's like, this isn't funny. This is funny because you told us it's supposed to be funny and there's a laugh track. Yeah, It's it's the... Yeah, uh, I guess you're it, right. It, 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 it makes the, sense. It, yeah,
2: it's like if you uh, watch the... What the hell is it? There's some horrible show. Uh, Big Bang Theory. I watched, I watched yeah. someone who had taken out the laugh track of, of a given seven minute <laughs> clip <laughs> it's of it's Big Bang Theory world. and it is the most Horrible, badly written, like not funny garbage imaginable. But the whole point is like, yeah, that's because they just tell
1: you to laugh. Right. If yeah. your if your comedy needs to laugh, it's track, funny because it's right. funny
2: because it's this character. So everything he says in juxtaposition to this character is
1: default funny. Also, we're telling you to laugh. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I guess he did, I... yeah, I guess the directors right. I was just trying to remember <laughs> like eighties TV, and I'm like. Was that like was it all Benny Hill esque that bad? I don't know. It
0: wasn't it wasn't that bad, and this is an exaggeration of that, but it's still you know, it's it's very think of think of it, Saturday Night Live, uh you know, once once they have a character who likes who who, who clicks, we just stick we with never, that. We never ever forever. ever yeah, we, we never we
1: see him forever. Yeah. Until that the the actor quits. <laughs> yeah. And goes so and makes a crappy just, movie
0: based on the character which finally kills it, and that's the point of making the movie, I think, for the actor. Probably
1: is I don't <laughs> want to do this character anymore.
0: Al Franken finally got tired of being uh, being that Stuart Smalley. So he made a Stuart Smalley movie. And now he's uh now he's a senator. So There you go. And, and but yeah, so this of, movie, and freakishly yeah. enough kind of a good one. One yeah. that one that yeah, really weird. seems
2: to pay a lot of attention to, you know, to the to the stuff that most of them don't pay attention to in terms of the actual like mechanical details of working a government so i I'm, yeah. I'm constantly <laughs> pleasantly surprised that that dude turned out to be actually a pretty good government public servant well,
0: gosh darn it people like him
2: they do they well some people do
0: some people some people uh, yeah so um <laughs> back Anyway, so uh, back to anyway, RoboCop. Uh, so oh, yeah. Robo do, do we want to start? What can do we you want to say about
1: RoboCop? Um,
2: the Do we want to start with just the the scene where he's killed? <laughs> that entire scene from start to do we? Can we just start with "Can you fly, Bobby"? I think we should just start there.
0: <laughs> can you fly, Bobby? The best the best line in any cinema uh, ever. Uh,
2: sets <laughs> the sets it's the delivered. tone for for this film it does, so well, which is weird the, the bad it gets set the tone it in in a what would normally be a really uh i guess boring and sort of overly past it, it's a thing that's like, that could have been done so poorly because yeah we get it it's the old here we will establish the bad guys are really bad because they will heartlessly kill their own for shits and giggles but it's done yes. with RoboCop's, you know, characteristic sense of just absolute bananas, pointlessness—that it actually does work as an effective way to characterize these men we've just met, instantaneously without without being yes. the cliched Darth Vader choking choking out his lieutenants. Now you can tell that Darth Vader really
1: is a bad guy. Yeah, right, yeah. We well, it, or the Bond well, villain that about, you know, that. like we're going to paint these guys in exclusively primary colors. Yes, we own yes. no shades.
0: Yeah, all, all uh, everyone's very flat in this movie, but, but they're, they're supposed they're purposely to, be. yeah, flat. and and they're that's great. It works
1: out great. It, it's wonderful that everybody yeah. is so disturbingly like humanless.
0: Yeah, yeah, and 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 in that regard, we go from throwing your uh, your own underling out of a out of the back of a moving car in order to try and uh, stop the police right. and chasing you for
1: really you. no reason. What did Bobby do?
0: <laughs> Bobby was, was just well, there. His name. Fit I thought the line. he got shot.
1: because right. it couldn't or, have been he, like, he did no. He did get. But, he right, did get. But shot. In he a did van. Get And yeah. they're like the, they're apparently immune to uh, any sort of uh, police intervention because we keep yeah. seeing reports that like he murdered another eighteen thousand police officers this week. Um yes. And so like we get this thing where it's like he just did it because he didn't like Bobby. That's my You don't even know... I don't even I actually, think
2: you can say that. I don't think it's that it's... No,
1: he just did it because Bobby was at hand. Right, and it yeah. It's not even so that so he long.
2: disliked Bobby. He does... He Like, that's the thing. He is so... He is... They are all such psychopaths. It's not even that they dislike... You don't get the sense that right. they really actively dislike Robocop Man when they're killing him. They are just... He's at hand, and they need something... They, are, need, they crave the exaltation him, yeah. of ultraviolence. They are. They yeah. have no personal agenda against him. He is just the nearest victim at hand,
1: and it's been five minutes since they've <laughs> indulged themselves. Right, but <laughs> yes, which begs exactly. the question of how could this group possibly exist without devouring um, itself?
0: Well, uh, honor among thieves. Uh, as long as there are still other people, to other murder. people right. to kill.
1: Right. So the idea is that you also get the sense that it's a pack of alphas of to sharks. some extent.
2: They are all, they are yeah. all, they are yeah. all one of another's equals. So none of them will, but that's, that's the, that's sort of the, what the Bobby scene extrapolates in some extent is that the second they smell you weakness, any weakness yeah. you're done. They, they
1: destroy you. Yeah, yeah. They, they will turn yeah. that's true. on that you because it. they are, I didn't, hadn't thought about that, but yeah, they do, that even helps to paint a picture of this group even more disturbing that like yeah, anything happens to you. Yeah, like, and at, and at the same time, you go buy a pack of hemorrhoid cream. In your
2: there is yeah, it. they're they are they are the quintessential hyena pack. They are constantly yeah. cackling, yeah, constantly they even moving. cackle like a hyena yeah, pack. They, yeah. yeah, they literally at times yeah. quite literally cackle like hyenas, and they are constantly just scavenging off this you know carcass of a world that they live yeah. in. They are the Absolutely. roaming that's hyena pack, analogy. constantly gnawing the bones of this fallen society and eating even themselves. When, when no other food can be had. Mm.
0: Yes, <laughs> you, okay. I extrapolate and, this yeah. deep,
2: you know, cultural critique from <laughs> "Can you fly, Bobby?" and then throwing him <laughs> "Can you fly?" and Bobby. then he throws then, him on a
1: cop car. Because of the the way the film is made, it's not that hard to, to extrapolate. Yeah, because they are all flat, they are all painted starkly. You get, you know, what these people are capable of. With all the characters, yes. you see it almost as soon as you meet them. This is what he's capable yeah. of, and,
0: and in that regard, you know, Robocop is the only one who uh, who grows, but he doesn't so much grow as he recaptures what he right. wants. He, he
1: instead of grows becomes Cyborg Man. Yeah, he he's, he's which he's sort of actually destroyed which is weirdly really, it yeah. It's not so much that he is destroyed. I would say almost that he has somehow been frozen. He In their the, own yeah. special way with the cyborg thing, they froze him in place so that he can't devolve. Because this is a, a society that, despite the, the, the nonsensicalness of the, of the term devolve, is evolving negatively, I would say. And yeah. he is frozen in place as something that is not falling apart.
2: On, but only only, the fact that and, he but is in order to get there he had to go through the most horrible he had to be destroyed yeah, yeah and yeah. He, he can he only to, be destroyed. he can only be preserved after he's utterly annihilated
1: yeah it's yeah. weird
0: I, I i will say that that one of the things that really sold me on this movie is the sequence where he is being rebuilt because he's he's killed and we go to black and we slowly and it's all first person. We, yeah, from we his slowly get some reality. For the next like again. ten minutes, we we get this. And I those scenes. Those are really Seeing great. again, and everybody talking about him. You know, as if he's nothing. He's just a machine because that's what he is. We are we are in the viewpoint of the machine uh, as we as we come back. And it's really it's five to ten minutes of that sort of grainy vision. Uh, you know inter- the interface popping up with digital interference and and all the readouts and you know he he comes back and he comes back and then he picks up the gun and does the same gun spin that Murphy did and it's his first sign of first sign that he's he's more than what they he think he he has, has some
1: personality left. yeah 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 which is it's, by the way there's so much good in this There movie. is a lot of good in this movie but man were the 80s bold and what they what they would imagine so bold and yet so not forward thinking. Like again, we get stenographer and then we get like, we can erase memories and replace brains and just wild. I love it. I love that kind of futurism where you're like, Oh, but we'll still be using this piece of crap over here. we'll still be using typewriters, but
2: this guy has a gun in his leg. And this guy has a cyborg brain. Yes.
0: And, and the, uh, can we uh, can we get someone to design an interface that actually way, eh, works the way his does, where it's just a death spike you plug into a computer? How does how does that work electronically? Which one? Wait, what? His his death <laughs> the little spike that comes out of his hand, oh, which is how yeah. he
1: interacts well, with the
0: computers. Even though no one else exhibits that same sort of
1: thing, yeah, nobody else has that technology, but yet it's compatible yeah. with every piece of technology runs into.
0: Yes. Is he literally just stabbing into the computer, or is there There's actually a port. A, port There's a port that he's using?
1: It's like... Wait, what move... Oh, man. This sound. I'm going to say that that is borrowed. Because I swear my- to God wait, I've go read in a book or something the term data spike. And not referring to, like, the amount of data spiking, yeah. but actually as an interface yeah. type. In some book or something I, mean, yeah. I read somewhere. It sounds super, like like familiar. Not nostalgic. Familiar.
0: I, I don't know what
1: that. I just swear I've read it in a book or something where somebody was like well, you know, think, plugging think, in data I spike.
0: I think the term data spike actually like means something. It does. Do no, I it does.
1: Know. But I'm, I'm talking about referring to a physical object being plugged in. There was some book or something I read that had that in there. I have no and idea. Maybe they borrowed that. it from RoboCop. Let's... Well, it's unfortunate yeah. because I would probably... In in this group, I'm probably going to be the one who would know, and I don't know. Yes. So
0: I certainly don't. I certainly don't. So let's stop talking. Yeah,
1: sorry. That. It's just it felt really <laughs> familiar when I saw it, and not because I yeah. to, to some her extent her. I think that there's a
2: humorous analog between that thing R two D two always is plugging in to things that just no matter where he goes, yes. even like when they're on Cloud City, R two D two can just bust out his thing and and completely hijack the entire city's computer system. But when Robocop does it, because it's a Verhoeven, ultra-violent movie, his isn't just like a little thing he spins in. It's literally a spike that he punches into the computer yes. and/or
0: people,
1: right? Right. A, it, <laughs>
0: or 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 through yeah. the bad guy. <laughs> it's,
2: it's, even even his act of receiving data is case, a yeah. act of is an act of like unchecked violence visceral violence.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, yes, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't thing. download. He stabs USB the computer. He uses a weapon. Yeah.
0: Yes. Ah, uh, isn't it wonderful? Yeah. I like. I like that he uh, sort of defeats ED two hundred and nine in the same way that old Doctor Who defeated the Daleks. He can't do stairs.
1: Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Like. Yeah. That was so weird. It's like, who designed this robot? Who is this? Who is the <laughs> asshole who is like? oh stairs right <laughs> worst police officer ever
0: well maybe maybe the premise is that uh this robot will be street level enforcement uh and any building that he would have to and go into up. with stairs uh he could just blow up because anything tall enough would be corporate owned and he's not he's not out to punish
1: But here crime. that's a weird thing though because at the same time you, I do follow the logic on that but my problem with it is is that um, he operates this weird robot, okay? Seems to operate under yeah. a similar set of, slightly modified, but similar set of directives that RoboCop operates on. He doesn't yeah. just blow up the building. He is trying actively to kill only RoboCop. Now, mind you, he yeah. murders everybody. But yes. he has a target, and he is attempting to pursue and, like, uh... uh but to be
0: to be fair, to be fair, after right? the presentation, after the initial presentation where it clearly wasn't you know fully thought out, which is its own little joke about you know that sort of corporate R and D, um, that we go, we go and it it kills a man in the initial presentation. Right. Obviously, that project would have been mothballed. So this commit he's not any better than he was when it was right. So he's still,
1: but, but then again, the reason he murders that guy is because he is unable to, unable to process the data that he has put down the gun, that he is no longer a threat. Yeah,
0: exactly. There's a lot of bugs in the system. And one of the bugs in the system is that they haven't tested.
1: Okay. That kind of makes sense though. I guess in this, in the absurdity of this corporate environment, if
0: if it's only been being tested in a lab, then,
1: well and know, also we it's... hear that the we hear the main bad guy say that he's his main plan was to sell it to the military after he perfected yeah. it calling it a police device and so yeah. if you if he's really aiming to sell it to the military it really kind of doesn't need stairs because then it can just blow up any building that's a problem
2: yeah it's you get the Probably, sense that yeah. they never thought to give it stair workings because this is never a thing that is designed to Navigate terrain. It is a thing designed to pulverize terrain into a roughly flat surface that right, can right. walk over. Th- it can walk on. It yeah. is not.
1: It's not supposed to go into yeah. the building. Right. It's supposed it to raise the building. It is not a police device. Yeah, it is not actually a police device. Yeah. It is a, it is a military be a device, device being presented to get f- funding or whatever. It is as, a as
2: it is as it routinely demonstrates through all of its product tests. It is not a. It is not a device that is designed to be discerning. Uh, right, amongst, right, amongst amongst uh, friend and foe, it is the thing that's designed to be pointed in a direction and, and destroy, set yeah. loose to, you know, lay waste with maximum efficiency, which is, you know, what it does on a regular basis. Yeah, <laughs> to hapless yeah. lab techs.
1: Ah, oh, I love this movie. And that's there's funny. yeah, and yeah, there's and that sense of it.
2: And... That's another thing that you know there is a parallel there between. The cackling hyena gangsters and, you know, the corporation itself in that they are completely indifferent to just tossing, a, tossing away their own people in the most violent way. And
1: it's not something that ever crosses their mind. It, which is weird because, yeah, there's, that, there's a very obvious and serious critique of big business in this film. But then, yeah, again, we get back to the fact that the big business is not the bad guy in this film. It's just a bad guy. Yeah. But it's not a member of the big not business who so happens to bad. be
0: corrupt in a way that the business isn't necessarily itself corrupt.
1: Right. It's weird because, yeah, it's, again, like, it's the bad guy. The The business is a bad guy, but it's only one of the bad guys. It's like the film is like, well, we have so many bad guys, um, but we we're yeah. only going to focus on this one, the, the, the worst <laughs> one, because we don't have all day.
0: But even the CEO, you know, he, he understands that Robocop can't act against our main bad guy when, you know, he, he tells him as much. Um, and so he, Robocop plays the recording of him admitting that, uh, he murdered Norton, the other guy, right. the other, and the guy who created Robocop. He had him killed and that, you know, gets him fired. And then, and then he can be brought to by the being case.
2: shot and thrown out um, of a skyscraper
0: Yes yes but uh, but uh, you know, at the same time there is a certain morality you know that the CEO has you get, yeah he you does.
2: get the sense that the CEO
1: he has an internally consistent morality which is yeah. that these are the things the things that are hurt the company are bad and what this guy is doing yeah. is actually hurting the company.
2: He's not yeah. particularly concerned when the lab techs get shot to ribbons during the product presentations, but. but Certainly not. But, you know, he has oh, yeah. his standards.
0: Yes. Even, even evil right. has its standards. I yeah, guess. yeah, that's what we get to, yeah. It's... Except for uh, our main bad guy, the dad from that 70s show. He has no standards. No, actually, even he has standards because no one could be his equal. Because when the other guy shows up with a car just like his, he blows it up.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, he has, yeah, he has an internally consistent psychopathy. <laughs>
0: yes, yes. But even he's the alpha of all the alphas.
1: Which is weird because it's guns. a weird actor those to And those guns pick they from, have. Uh, that, but yeah.
0: The, well, he yeah. doesn't. It's he, throughout he, the film, he, he, does a, a he does a good well. job,
1: but he's the least threatening man on Earth cuz he looks like a dad. It's true, it's true he does. And even, even there he looks like a dad. Well oh, yeah, but the guns, it, I, yeah. I, I, the blow up things. The guns they have. The the, 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 the uh, that are basically like tanks. The ones shells that are designed
0: Yeah, they're designed to look like these, you know, hyper sniper rifles. They even have a scope on top. But if you tried to fire that thing actually using the scope, you'd lose an eye. You'd just you break your head. <laughs> you but there's no recoil on them.
1: There's yeah, no recoil it's on them either. I think. Yeah. Somehow they designed some sort of plasma weapon or something. I don't know. It's the 80s. Maybe, Why not? It's
0: not. It's not explosive. Explosive rounds. It just literally just big. Uh, <laughs> excites right, excites bit, the yeah, atoms it, it, until they explode themselves. Yeah, exactly.
1: I think that's what's got to be going on because you can't really otherwise justify an explosion <laughs> that large using anything that would even be remotely bullet sized. Those things would have to be literally launching tank shells. Yeah. And then we uh, that's obviously impossible. So, I'm going with plasma. Yeah.
0: I'll, I'll do it. I'll Why not? It. I, I do like... This movie has the, Robocop uh, the...
1: in it. It's the name of the film. <laughs> plasma cannons Not unbelievable in stenographer plus <laughs> no. tube TV plus Robocop cyborg uh, killer. Okay? <laughs> this universe I, can have anything I like
0: else. that... I like that, uh... The, uh the few implications of sexuality in this movie are always sexuality is violence. His data spike, for instance, is a very oh, valid yeah, it's in, totally in what yeah. he does. But but also the way that they use those guns when they get men are cartoonishly all, all cartoonishly. Everybody's all... And reeking of sexual violent. violence. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's yes, a very repressed they, uh, culture. They hold the them energy. at their waist. <laughs> Not even at their waist. They hold the guns so that the, the shoulder of the... Uh, of the gun is, is at their crotch. Right. Which is, thank and God, they it recoil it. for
1: them, huh? <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. It is a good thing that the guns do not have... Which would have been a funny scene It would have been really awesome if you had one that. guy who had just been, been like, completely, like,
1: Had his entire groinal region removed by the gun. Oh, don't <laughs> yes, want to do that. Yes. Use your shoulder. But then again, if you no. could do that, it would probably remove your shoulder, too. So... I guess <laughs> yes. this gun is impossible. Unless it's a plasma rifle. It is...
0: It is, but at least uh, at least those super guns exist so that ED two hundred nine can be killed.
1: Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Insert like only way to make sure that the plot works. Which, by the way, yes. what is it? ED two hundred nine, right? Could he yeah, be more so. shark-like? Like, I know that's the idea, but like they even make the uh, the the like the behavior yeah. like the the when they you get a face shot of it, it's a shark. And then it is that point in a yeah. direction and watch it eat things. Sort of uh Yeah. It's so I striking. do
0: I do love E D two O nine mainly because uh all of the models in this movie are, are great and they're done by a guy named Phil Tippett, worked for industrial uh light and or whatever, I L M. Um, light and Magic. <laughs> uh he Yeah, Light and Magic. He won an Oscar for Return of the Jedi. Uh and now he's doing uh now he's doing Robocop and it's it's simply marvelous. It's beautiful. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I love all the all the special effects in this movie. I, I absolutely love, uh, except for the melting guy. That's the melting gross. guy I could have done yeah, I
1: did not enjoy that. That was like, ooh, especially when God. he like splatters. Did we really need? But, yeah. that we did.
0: Well, it's. I mean, it's. It's further sort of. You know, there's this abandoned steel mill. He also that's did how full the of guy. barrel. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, it's full of barrels of uh of industrial waste that are just sitting
1: there man you've got to love this city
0: yeah yeah i mean it's just it's just further further you know anti-corporatism sort of things um that that there's so little responsibility here because there's no there's no government interference because the government the corporation owns
1: and you said we couldn't make the government (laughs) profitable
0: Uh, yes so instead they uh they just so you know, their, uh, Adam,
2: that there is, is a 2013 RoboCop reboot, which will star yes. Joel Kinnaman, yeah. no, we whoever that, that is, Gary Oldman, Sam Jackson, and Hugh Laurie. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's it's interesting who's involved. That is, that is the man. bizarrest the cast for a RoboCop reboot. I think
1: I think isn't didn't Hugh Laurie say no, and they got somebody else to take his place? I feel like yes. I
0: feel like I heard Robo. Uh, I feel like I heard that. Uh, um, Hugh Laurie yeah. dropped out. I don't know that. Yeah, for I remember
1: reading it. Um, um,
0: let me, let me see if I can. Um, yeah, I feel like I feel like actually Gary Oldman replaced Hugh maybe, Laurie. Yeah,
1: no, Michael Keaton. But, yeah, Michael Samuel, Keaton is Michael what it Keaton says repli- on like a yes, lot of Keaton our Keaton replaced,
0: Yeah, Michael Keaton replaced Hugh Laurie. I, I do remember. I'm playing uh, character Raymond Sellers. I don't know who Sellers is. Well, names aren't important in this, uh
1: anyway. Oh man, anyway, but I'll tell Michael you what Keaton. I am Michael do. Keaton. I'm gonna totally make this E D two oh nine my background on my uh on my <laughs> computer screen. There you go. And this is
0: this is the portion this is the portion where Pat Googles things uh, Hey, for our conversation.
1: Hey. hey. <laughs> Only because usually we are poorly informed.
0: Who the hell is
1: Joel Kinnaman? <laughs>
0: Joel Kinnaman is uh, some guy,
1: you know. Um, let's not talk about this. No, he was in. Anymore,
0: Listen, the remake is terrible. All right, we don't know yet. I haven't. And seen it. And should it shouldn't exist. No, it shouldn't it should exist. Be. There's no reason let's, for let's, it to exist. Can we just can we agree yeah. on that? He Done. shouldn't exist. Joel Kinnaman was in the girl with the apparently dragon tattoo. Apparently, there are amusement parks and... with the
1: E D two hundred nine model where you can actually see it. I see uh, this dude. The guy who Joel Kinnaman
0: yeah.
2: apparently in a ton of weirdo Swedish stuff cause uh yes zin johann fallbarniford malatore and uh, <laughs> organized attack so uh good for him he is great he good is swedish?
0: uh it would seem he's probably swedish then and you know what they should just they should just uh bring peter weller back to do it except he's too busy hosting history channel specials
1: after you've been where
0: he's credited as Peter Weller Syracuse University where he's an assistant professor of history because Peter Weller Peter Weller is an amazing. Is that what man. he did after RoboCop right, he... was
2: just go, you know what? I've done it no. all. I think I'm going to become a history professor. <laughs> he is living
0: he is living he is the living Buckaroo Bonsai and and since he was Buckaroo Bonsai it's fitting and I'm so glad it happened.
1: Man, we're not even talking about RoboCop anymore. <laughs>
0: That's okay, we're talking about Peter Weller, and he starred in the movie, and okay. that's fine. All right, I, uh, is there anything no, else we can, can to throw about RoboCop? Everybody should watch it. <laughs> it's a, we love this movie. Uh, of the of the movies where it doesn't really make sense that they're in the Criterion Collection. This is wonderful. Uh, and I'm looking at you. <laughs> uh, I, think, I, think Man, that I think there is I a, I
2: think there is a straight-faced argument to be made for RoboCop's con- inclusion. It is a yes. film that is... Well, if there, nothing it. Is the is a, visual effects. Well, yeah, it is a film that is... Seminal for its depiction of dystopian ultraviolence in the corporate near future gone mad, which is certainly, yeah, was a, was a, is a genre that enjoyed, enjoyed a lot of, you know, commercial success for a good while there in the eighties. And Robocop is, you know, the seminal, the seminal incarnation of that, of that particularly, you know, bleak look at the future.
1: Yeah, and then combine that with uh, right. you right. um, I forgot his first name. Tippett's uh, visual effects, and this is towards the end of stop motion. Yeah, when we start really getting yeah. out of stop motion, and we're not going to use it very much. This anymore. is yeah. This is a really great example of it, and you see it really come to life with Ed two hundred nine and stuff like that. And, I mean, I yeah, yeah no, it, it's, it definitely, has it's definitely it's definitely done very well here in collection, considering that that same collection also contains Armageddon and solo. Yes.
0: Yes. This. Is, yeah. Um, and and on a mention of Saw, I think we'll right be here. done with this movie. So, uh, join us next time where Donovan will be with us again. Hooray! Uh, and we'll be talking about High and Low, Akira Kurosawa's uh, 1950s uh, contemporary sort of police procedural. High we'll and Low, or as it was translated back.
2: for American audiences, Every everything's gonna happen in the living room for like two hours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey. That was its. That was its working English anyway. title. Well- <laughs> I believe, I would believe that. We'll talk more about that uh, next time. Please join us and uh, thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Can you fly, Bobby? to Lost and Criterion, a production of With Two Brains. The show is hosted by Adam Glass and John Patrick Owatari-Dorgan. Jonathan Hape did the music and Adam Glass also edited it all together. Feel free to contact us by email via Criterion at com or join us on the web at com.